Let's get to 90-day employment trials. They are on the way back, and the use of them being widened out to a greater range of companies. The workplace minister, Brooke Van Velden, says businesses will have the confidence to hire new people. As a result of this, Cabinet's also confirmed the fair pay agreements are on the way out. Legislation done by Christmas. Head of strategy at the EMA, the Employers and Manufacturers Association, Alan McDonald, is with us this morning. Good morning. Morning, Tim. Who gains? Which kind of business gains from the changes to the 90-day trials? It will tend to be uh, smaller-scale employers, I guess, rather than the the big end of town. Uh, When I say smaller, probably in that that bracket from about uh, 20 employees up to about 100 or so. Because at the moment, there is a cap, isn't there, on how big you are before you're not allowed to use these trials? Yeah, it's it's 19 or fewer at the moment, and it will go back to what it was where um, any business can use it. But most of the, the bigger end of town, those with you know good, solid HR processes and resources and things, and, and you know, the, the ability and the trust in their own systems to recruit well, they probably won't use them, but it's those those smaller ones, um, usually owner-operated or smaller businesses who don't have those resources, don't have access to them. Um, and for them, it's an opportunity to give people a chance that they might not otherwise take a chance on. To, to what extent is that 90-day, well, that, uh, that ability to fire somebody actually used in employment relationships? Well, most employers um, are very, very good and look after their people. Um, you know, there's the odd rat bag, but it may surprise some people. You get the odd rat bag employee as well. Um, it's it's not it's not a huge thing, but for a number of businesses, particularly you know recently when we've had those skills and people shortages, it, it might make it easier for them, or it might encourage them rather to take a chance on somebody who might be returning to the workplace after a long absence might be one of those young school leavers looking for their first job, might be someone coming back into the workforce after difficult circumstances, you know, might be turning their life around, might have come back from prison, I don't know. But and it, it just says to them, look, I've got, I don't have to worry uh, about an unjustified dismissal PG. That's the only thing that changes here. Because they can be very, very expensive. Yeah, very expensive, very time-consuming. And most employers put time and effort into getting people integrated into their workplace. They don't, they don't want to take them on and then go at day 89, oh, look, I'll just get rid of that person. That's not how it works. Right? But, but if, you, if you don't have to worry about that unjustified dismissal thing, you might take a chance on somebody who's got the right attitude, but maybe not necessarily the skills or the background. The unions are very upset about the fair pay agreements going. I mean, it wasn't actually door, was it? But uh, was this more of a dark cloud actually for business than not having 90-day trials, for example? Oh, look, I think it was just part of a suite of things that have come in in the last um, four or five years. I think there's something like about 15 new bits of legislation uh, for employers to deal with in the last uh, five or six years. Some of them, you know, not a bad thing to do. Others unnecessary or heavy-handed and and fair pay agreements certainly go into that um, unnecessary category in terms of there might have been two or three sectors where arguably there was a case and we said right from the start as did MB in its original advice advice to government that there might be a couple of sectors where you could do something but um, you know a one-size-fits-all sledgehammer and a cracker walnut 
locking people into three five-year agreements that works really well because you know the teachers and the police and everybody every three to five years tend to go on strike because they've been locked out of pay increases for quite some time yeah those sorts of things it, it was just unnecessary heavy-handed many employers probably didn't even know that they applied to them many employees wouldn't have known that they applied to them Appreciate your time this morning. Alan McDonald at the EMA, head of strategy at the Employers and Manufacturers Association. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.